All right. Told y'all every week we'd have a new intro song uh, for this show. Uh, the show, the scar was still called the booty podcast, um, but it is the single serving show. Um, so with nothing more to say, let's go ahead and see how this works. Podcast with me, podcast, podcast today. Single serving show is bringing you something new today. A genre changing every week for you, we say. Come podcast with me, podcast with me today. Today it might be a debate. Next week, the NBA. really put on a lounge singer voice you just yeah you just kind of like try to hit notes you were just like i'm gonna say some shit what i thought yeah. i had the lounge singer i was like you... come fly with me is that is that what that you is thought? not what you did is that what you thought that's not what you did is that what you thought you did because um because you gotta I have, I have news in order to hit those <laughs> notes you gotta you gotta like straighten out your top lip like come fly with me there come you go that, right that's what i thought we were getting but it was just you talking. I'm just I'm disappointed now. I really thought I hey, did you, it. You had to stretch out your A's. Do you know how big my lips are? I can't stretch out my lips. You got you got to stretch that top part out. Like the top is where where that where that come fly with me, come right. fly away. Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Next week I go back to gangster rap. <laughs> um, so. Welcome to the single serving show. I'm I'm Derek. As always, I'm joined by Jay and Scar. And this is an experimental podcast in which every week we're going to try a new genre. We're going to take it as seriously as possible. And if it works, we all vote that it works. We might look at it later on as a as a something to come back to. If it doesn't work, fuck it. We tried. Um, you can email us your ideas at uh, Booty Podcast. That's B-U-T-I Podcast at gmail.com. I promise you we'll give it all the consideration it deserves. Also, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts and also at Podchaser.com. Jay, how you doing today? Uh, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm excited because um, I don't know if you know this, but I used to teach debate uh, to people who didn't speak English as a second language. So I'm expecting like great things from y'all. Cause you know words, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like y'all should do way better than the students I was teaching. Uh, okay. So I'm excited. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be a debate where everyone's gonna use for real English and not threaten to jump each other outside. Like this okay. is gonna be fantastic. So I, I actually did about five minutes of research. Good. That's how that's that puts you five minutes up on everyone else. It um, does put them ahead of me. It does. 
But here's and, the beauty of this this entire format. So uh, the biggest part of it that you probably should have done research for, you'll be able to probably wing. Uh, and that's the f- front part where you kind of construct your argument. You already kind of know like why you feel one way or the other. Um, there's going to be a break in between for rebuttal. So you'll have like five minutes to actually sit down and like really think out how you're going to rebut and, and argue. Um, I actually put a link in the chat for you guys so you can see like how it's going to be laid out. Uh, this is a Lincoln Douglas debate format, which um, I'm excited to tell you about. Uh, people think it's actually based on the Lincoln Douglas debate uh, about whether or not like slavery should be exi- should exist. Not true. This is not the format that they used. It's actually one that came from uh, the idea of that debate. Essentially, it's meant for two people to be able to debate robustly around a central topic or statement. Yeah, you can tell you to teach this. Um, <laughs> here's the central topic or statement. Each speaker is going to have 13 minutes of time to speak, by the way, and then you'll have three minutes of like back and forth Q&A. That's the uh, cross-examination that's written in there. The statement is samples of music from the 70s have created better songs than samples from any other decade. So parts where you see the affirmative, that is Derek. Derek, is that is the statement that you are going to be uh, saying that's, that is true. You're going to argue why that is true. Uh, Scar, you'll be arguing the negative. Please take note of these key points about the, the actual statement. Uh, Roshani, or Derek, sorry, you are specifically arguing about music from the 70s. And it's samples of music from the 70s. Um, it is up to you if you want to, like, for instance, include music that gets resampled later. If you want to make the argument that that counts as 70s music, you'll need to establish that. Uh, otherwise, then it wouldn't be samples of music from the 70s. So you'll have to make that establishment. Also, Scar, for your note, please show that it's, it's he's saying it's better than any other decade. So you just have to crack for any decade. Uh, so if you, if you can just pull, it could be 40s, it could be 30s, it could be the 1920s. Um, I have I have I have two pretty decent arguments against. Okay. And then samples, by the way, when we talk about that, uh, we are specifically talking liner notes. It can't be uh, interpolation. Well, I guess it can be an interpolation, but it can't be like a cover. So like covers do not count as samples. Um, so like, for instance, um, this came to me earlier uh, as I was going through this. I, I, I have been humming the uh, golden crisps. Like I can't get enough of those golden crisps. I've been humming that in my head for like all week and i've been trying to figure out what the fuck that's from that's actually uh an uh, interpolation of a mahalia jackson song apparently uh like something that jericho fits whatever it's a song by mahalia jackson i don't think they paid her but the point is is that that would count uh but f- that would be from another decade that would be like anyway the point is that counts as a sample I mean, you could have, but there's something way easier that you could have used that of okay, what, something what, what that do doesn't have? count. The easiest thing that doesn't count is the ABC song is Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. You, it, okay. it doesn't count as yeah. a sample, but it's the exact well. I was, same. I was gonna say though, other people have covered the song by Mahalia Jackson, and that mm-hmm. also that doesn't count as a sample. So the interpolation with Honey Bear sample, people covering the song by Mahalia Jackson, not a sample. Uh, the most. I was gonna. I think it was like the Madison Sisters covered it. It's. I wish I remember this this name of the song. I, but whatever. Uh. But yeah. So covers don't count. Samples do. Um. The best part about this format is that everyone's gonna have 13 minutes to speak, but it's broken up so that like uh, when you start off, the affirmative has way more time at the beginning to kind of like you know work with. Uh, excuse me. 
at the oh. end to work with. Sorry, affirmative has more time at the end to work with. Negative has more time at the beginning. So, uh, Derek, you have actually like a whole closing that like Scar can say nothing to, and that, that's <laughs> <it>. Scar. <laughs> Uh, for moderation for this, because uh, I'm gonna it's gonna be light. Um, I'm just moderating for time, so I'll tell you when your time is up uh, and how much time you have. And then for the question and answers, you, you just don't be a dick. So like if yeah, if you Scar. start if you start being a dick and just asking questions like huh huh huh, I will tell you to stop to let the other person answer. That's it. I feel like y'all can do that. It's simple, super simple. This is all we're all adults here. Again, I, I used to get children to do this who did not speak the same language as me. <laughs> I feel like this is this is easy. We can do this. All right. I'm um, gonna struggle. I'm gonna struggle. You'll be we gotta fun. take this got seriously. This. So take it seriously. You don't Scar. have to don't, take don't it don't that seriously. Like again, you can, it's you can the rule. You can prove your point with jokes, but I mean, like you know. No, I mean we gotta take try. this. We gotta yeah. yeah. We gotta yeah. That's what try. I'm gonna try. Right. Okay. And I'm gonna try to moderate in fairness, though I have a real deep opinion about this. Um. All right. Here we go. Wait, give me three minutes to breathe deeply while you guys okay. speak amongst what, yourselves. Three okay. minutes? <laughs> <laughs> three whole ass minutes? Okay. No. So long. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> you I can empty kidding. the room of oxygen in three minutes. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so, uh, Derek, you're going to start with just explaining your position. You have six minutes, so you can go into depth. You can name names, drop, like, drop songs. Uh, your six minutes starts now. Thank you. Thank you to uh, Jay and to Scar um, and to the listeners and also to all the ladies in the place with style and grace. Allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. Oh, wait, no, (laughs) sorry. No. Was that too much for you? Okay, my fault. My bad. How about this? You ever have a day where you just woke up in the morning, you got to thank God, you don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dogs, no smog, and your mama cooked breakfast with no hog? No? What about this? Okay, maybe you're not a uh, ice cube type person. That's cool. I got that ignorant shit that you like. Fuck shit ass bitch and all that other shit that Jay-Z said. These are two songs that came from Two separate artists that just complete are two songs that came from one artist in the 70s. Actually, three songs that came from one artist in the 70s. I only have to go further than that. Big Papa, one of the biggest songs of the 90s. Today was a bit today was a good day, which literally changed the West Coast way of doing like cool down type rap. Niggas went online to try and figure out what day was Ice Cube's good day actually on. And Jay-Z decided to use it for ignorant shit. What's the cool thing about this? They're all done by uh, the Izzy brothers. They were all originally made in the 70s. The 70s has literally the best samples available. They have been used over and over again. They are so influential. Um, From Barry White to James Brown uh, to Funk Incorporated, you know, Funky Town, that group, yeah. All you gotta do is think about the story of OJ, again, by Jay-Z. Or if you wanna go rock and roll with it, Owner of a Lonely Heart by Yes, one of my favorite songs of all time. 
they all use music from the 70s to push their ideas in the 80s, 90s, and beyond. There's nothing quite like that. You can tell me about another era. You can tell me about another age. That's fine. But I'm going to tell you about real popular music. Popular music is going to punch you in the face and make you say, you know what? I didn't know that Childish Gambino's 3005 was from James Brown's Funky President. Things like that. Things that will really make you think about what kind of music you're listening to and what you want to respect out of our genres. The 70s is by far the supreme decade for sampling. I don't think I really need to say anything else. But I will. Bobby Caldwell's What You Won't Do For Love came out in 1978. That gives you a bunch of songs by Tupac. And if you don't want to just talk about Do For Love and Heaven Ain't Hard To Find, let's talk about Age Ain't Nothing But A Number by Aaliyah. Oh, yeah, I went there. My bad. The stalker song of all time, Because I Love You, by Lenny Williams in 1978, brought out another song called Overnight Celebrity by Twista. Got To Be Real by Cheryl Lynn, brought out a classic, I'll Do For You by Father MC and Mary J. Blige. If you do for me, if you do, y'all know it. I ain't even got to go no further than that. But if you want me to, that's fine, because in 1978, a guy named Cerrone made a song called Rocket in the Pocket. Why am I talking about that song, an obscure song? Because it led to quite possibly the greatest one-hit wonder in the history of the entire world, Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. The 70s do whatever you need them to do. Oh, and let's not forget, the cocaine wonder of the world, Rick James himself, came out with Mary Jane in 1978. Do I need to say more or can I just drop the mic? <laughs> you have two minutes remaining if you- God damn it. What's my <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> so Rick James came out with Mary Jane in 1978, which led to the I'm Real Murder remix by Jennifer Lopez. By the way, they're saying R-U-L-E not are you ready at the beginning of that song. I just want to help y'all out a little bit more. But there are so many different beats from the 70s that due to the fact that the 70s were right before the true invention of hip hop, the 80s, a lot of the primary beats that got used for hip hop were taken directly from what came before them in the 70s. And those songs became classic for the folks in the 90s and so on and so forth. So I would posit that's a debate term. I would posit that the 70s are actually the birthplace of hip hop beats. Anything before that doesn't work for me. If you need me to go further, I can just roll down this list and talk about, God damn it, 21 <laughs> questions you, you by have, 50 Cent. I mean, I'm just looking at a list. You have 30 seconds left. You can just conclude. If you're concluded, you can be done. You don't have to use the full six minutes. <laughs> six minutes, six yeah. minutes, six yep. minutes. Derek Jones is gone. G g gone, 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 gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I will leave <laughs> notes to Scar. All right, so Scar, for three minutes, you get to ask questions of Derek. Derek, uh, you'll just be responding to questions. Scar, your, your idea here is to just try to uh, get an understanding of, of any points or arguments. Uh, that Derek made. So three minutes, Scar, starting now. Oh, and Derek, you get to respond to these questions, so you, you should be unmuted as well. Like, you're, huh? you're, you're answering questions, yeah. All right, here we go. Okay, so 
while I'm not disputing the importance of the 70s, um, there's, I found cases in both the 60s and the 80s that kind of disprove your, at any point that you could have made. Um, the the idea, uh, I'm, am I supposed to just ask questions? Just, or yeah, ask asking questions, just asking questions. Yeah, so just I'm asking asking questions. stating my case. No, okay. yeah, you're just asking questions. Um, you you mentioned these popular songs that came from the decade. Mm -hmm. um, are any of them one of the most sampled songs ever? Or is just those popular songs came from it? I think that they likely came from them, the, the these popular songs spawned from them, but what's the use of having the, you know what? There is a use of having the most sample song ever and I'm sure you're gonna bring it to me and I'm waiting to hear it, honestly. But if I ask somebody where Big Papa came from, they know where that came from. If I ask somebody where these other ones came from, they know where that came from, but please, another question. Scar, do you feel like you do you feel satisfied what, with that answer? Do you feel do you feel that the samples from the seventies are the most important in, in are not just better, but how important do you believe that the samples from the seventies are? I mean, I know that they spawned a couple of uh, popular songs, but how important is it to the culture as opposed to ones that I've already figured out? feel like it's incredibly important to the culture and i feel like i'm walking into a trap and i don't like this at all um i feel like i'm about to get checkmated in three but that's cool um you know honestly with me being here in california i do want to think about what i've learned from west coast hip-hop and in west coast hip-hop the vast majority of songs that i am able to listen to the g-funk era came from the 70s music um, as well as Apache and, and all these beat break, uh, break dancing songs. So I'm looking at it. I know that there's a bigger world than just hip hop. I know that there's R and B and there's country and all that kind of stuff out there. But unfortunately, while Scar is looking at the entire world, I'm looking at the world of hip hop and in the world of hip hop, the seventies reign supreme. Okay. 30 seconds left Scar. If you have any other questions. No, nah, I rest. Okay. All right, so this is what's uh, dope about this. Scar may have been setting you up because now Scar gets to talk for like seven minutes, essentially uh, stating his case. Uh, I'm gonna just hit me. I'm I'm gonna take a second. I don't know if I need to. I'm gonna wait until the rebuttal. I have one strong point that needs to be made. That if Scar, I'm gonna leave it for Scar if he doesn't make it. But there's something that that needs to be fact checked on on what was said here. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. I'll yeah. do it right now. Yeah, uh, one I, of those songs. One of those three songs that I mentioned, the song came out in 1983. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so that yeah, no, I, I noticed it after I said it. Yeah, I honestly uh, looked it up because I was like, I could have sworn that was like the 80s, and 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 then a lot of a lot of that funk stuff. Now you go ahead and do that, your rebuttal. Okay, so Scar, you have okay, so Scar, you have that opportunity. Uh, basically, so you have seven minutes. I don't um, think I need. I don't think I'm gonna need seven. All right, well, <laughs> try to take as much time as you feel like you need. All right, here we go. Okay, so. Um, one of the things that I, that I focused on when trying to figure out what I was going to say here, because the seventies is a bad motherfucker when it comes to this, but, um, when it comes to the importance for, and, and Rashani mentioned this, the importance for music, not just hip hop, the importance for music. Um, I just found, I just picked out two, one from the sixties and one from the, one from the eighties. Um, the, 
I will go, I will go with the 80s first. Um, and there's a DJ that did a whole TED talk on the importance of Lottie Dottie as a sample and how much how much of that is spread out throughout all different types of music from from like from from Beyonce to Miley Cyrus to Biggie to like a lot of different people in a lot of different genres um I look on who sampled and Lottie Dottie itself was sampled in a thousand and thirty nine songs because and that's the appeal. I mean, it, it was covered three times, but um, but the the appeal across multiple genres of music um, makes it more important than anything that came out in the seventies. Yes, you can you get a you can get a couple of uh, big songs out of those things, but like think about it. Like you mentioned, Biggie, um, you know, hypnotized is partially Lottie Dot. Um, you know, like that, those kind of things, um, Beyonce, Miley Cyrus, um, you know, like Slick Rick, uh, I mean, all of these and like, uh, even I want to sex you up by calling me bad, Lottie Dottie, OPP, Naughty by Nature, Lottie Dottie. Um, like it's, it's, I mean, all the way down from like Robbie Williams sampled Lottie Dottie in 2000. Um, like, it's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like the importance to music and not just hip hop, um, is, it means more to me than just trying to say that the seventies were best because a lot of popular songs came from there, but like a lot of popular songs came from this one song that came out in the eighties that surprisingly, uh, a gentleman by the name of Teddy Riley produced this song when he was 16 years old. And like I don't know anything that'll last as long as this does from the from the perspective of me being 16. Um, and then <laughs> so let me go back to the other one. And this is this is gonna kill everything. Um the the Amen break. So anybody who knows anything about music um knows about the Amen break. Amen break just missed a cut. It came out in 1969. And the Amen break is not only responsible for songs like Straight Outta Compton, songs like Informer, that song. But this song has been sampled and chopped up so much, there is a tire, there's an entire genre of music that is based off of the Amen break, and that's drum and bass music. It's all of it is based off of this. The Amen break was sampled in 5,300 in 40 songs the importance of just this one this one few seconds long drum break in the middle of a church song is 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 of the utmost importance to all music and not just hip-hop i know that hip-hop is really the basis for what we're talking about but let's think about this the amen break is in the futurama theme you know what I mean? Like it's 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 gone so much further past what we would think about as just like the the idea that this is important to hip hop. This is important to music. And and I say that for both of these two examples, both of these are important to music and not just one genre of music. It's it, the Amen Break is responsible for a whole genre on its own. 
and that came out in 1969. I rest my case. Okay. At a succinct four and a half minutes. Nice. Okay. So, uh, Derek, you now have the same three minutes to ask questions. Again, you're just asking questions, uh, looking for either understanding of the argument or to just poke holes. So the Amen break, uh, which came out, as you said, 1970 or 1969, um, did it create any music in the 1970s, which was then in itself sampled? You're, you're muted, kiddo. Uh, did it create anything in the 1970s, which was then sampled? Yes. That part, no, because, uh, because the Amen break went kind of unheard of for a long time until okay. until people started picking it up um on these ultimate breaks and samples things that came out that the, they came out at the end of the 70s but people really gravitated to, to these in the 80s these uh you know these djs these new york djs will put out these compilations of the ultimate breaks and beats and that's where a lot of these samples come from and the most popular samples especially the james brown stuff which did mostly come out in the 70s um a lot of this stuff came from those compilations that djs were putting out so until a dj decided to put this on you know on a on a on on wax basically um for people to find that piece of music and regurgitate it in these many different ways uh which pretty much happened starting in the 80s okay my second question did you know the lottie dotty was spelled like that because um when I listened to Snoop Dogg, I just started thinking it was L-O-D-I, D-O-D-I. Snoop fucked me up. That's not even a question. It's more of a statement. I apologize for nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm okay. Okay. And, and I looked at I looked at the Amen Brother, and uh, it started being used in 89. Oh, okay. So it didn't even it, have it any effect on the 70s at all. Right. It didn't have no effect on the 70s whatsoever. Uh, 89 is really when it started popping, and it you know, 90s, and then eventually with the with the advent of drum and bass, it just kind of took off. So when you say drum and bass, is that um, like like a live band sort of thing, like like a bass guitarist or like no. bass drums? No, it's it's basically like the the precursor to what we believe and what we all pretty much believe is techno music. Oh. Um, it's it's yeah but but a, a lot of it is 30 seconds by the way but a lot of it is uh a lot of it started here it started with the amen break because hey if i ask him a question does he have to answer honestly jay yeah do you love me i guess <laughs> <laughs> i like that that's where you went with that okay um you got got seven seconds left you want to use them or no okay cool it's not i love you, <laughs> I love you dog you, you are right. my you are my hetero uh hetero rib you are my hetero rib got you fam <laughs> i don't understand any of that uh no kidding <laughs> um so you have five minutes uh to work on rebuttals uh work on it or to do it uh to no work on them because actually doing them uh 
I'm sorry, I have multiple windows open. So to actually do them, uh, what you'll be doing is, so uh, here's how the rebuttals are going to work. So we're going to take five minutes. You kind of build together. uh, It's called reconstruction rebuttal. So if there were, for instance, uh, holes in your argument that you may have seen or that you feel were exposed, this is your opportunity to say, okay, no, 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 this isn't true, but X. Um, And then you'll have, Derek, four minutes to just discuss any of these arguments that were raised in the cross-examination, both against... uh, yourself but also against scar then scar will have six minutes to just go all in for final arguments and then you'll have a final three minutes where you get to say anything you want essentially uh, the best part about this is that scar will not have an opportunity to like rebut anything you say so like whatever you say at this point scar doesn't get to say anything back to it it just has to happen okay yeah so i assume for the five minute break that we're gonna have to take for you to, to build this I don't know if we're going to like legit have a five minute wait, but in real time, that's going to happen. Okay. So. Okay. So we are uh, back and now we are going to have rebuttals. The beat of the rebuttal in the Lincoln Douglas debate is that it is split into three parts. So Derek, you are going to rebut for four minutes. Scar will rebut for six. And then you will have what is called a affirmative rejoinder, which means you basically get to say whatever the fuck you want without anyone being like, but wait, because Scar has to be quiet while you do it. Uh, Let's start with the affirmative rebuttal. It is four minutes. I'm starting now. So the Amen brother beat. Cool. Yeah. It made straight out of Compton. It was sampled in 5,340 songs. That's great. Name seven. Literally, just because I sample onions in a dish doesn't make it a good dish. And the songs that I brought to you, people buy. People bought to the point where they went diamond. Not platinum, my nigga. They went diamond. Name seven out of 5,340 hits, name seven. I went back and listened to it. And you know what? I didn't like it. You know what I did? I thought about how it would sound slowed down to make the Strat Out of Compton beat. And then name six more songs because every song that it lifted from, I don't know them. Skrillex, no. uh, whoever else in Japan, nuh-uh, nobody. Just because you lift something doesn't make it a classic. And just because one song in one year was used, you know what? That's cool. One song in one year was used. You know, it was used 4,130 times as of January 4, 2020. Am I, su- am I supposed to be quiet during this? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. It was used 4,130 times in as of January 4, 2020. And that source came from whosample.com. We do not debate that at all. The number two most sampled track of all time came out in 1972 by somebody named Lynn Collin. The number four, oh, that got 2,466. The number four most sampled song of all time came out in 1970. That's James Brown with Funky Drummer. None of them are named the Isley Brothers. We're not even gonna mention what the Isley Brothers did to people's whole lives. We're not. But what we are going to do is talk about how disco influenced an entire genre of music. How the R&B, how the soul, how the gospel, how the pop in the 70s 
shaped what you're listening to now. You want to bring me something from the 1960s? Please make it bell-bottom pants because Funky Drummer or Amen Brother, whatever it's called, I'm not impressed. I don't even listen to Straight Outta Compton now. But you know what I do listen to? I listen to I, I, I listen to stuff by uh, Bootsy Collins. I listen to I'd Rather Be With You. But you know what? You're right. That's that's not a sample. That's not a sample. But I'd rather be what you did become samples. It became a lot of samples. One Stuff minute. from the samples became a lot, a lot of samples that you know. Because again, we may not know Amen Brother. That's cool. I'm not, I'm not saying that we should know Amen Brother. Neither one of us. And Scar, you know I love you and respect your, your musical acumen. But we're not supposed to know everything that they did. But if I play you a song, right now, if I played you a song, I bet you'd know exactly where it came from. How about that? New York State of Mind. Breathe and stop. It ain't hard to tell. I bet you know where they came from. Shook Ones Part 2. I bet you know where it came from. Oh, how about this? Wait, let me see if I can bring this to you. Because this was a sample to beat all samples. How many tracks you got? A lot. How many people you shot? A lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Did that come from a song in the 70s called I Love You in 1971? Okay, that's, that's time. Uh, so, Scar... <laughs> The best part of this is watching Scar try not to respond. Just like Scar like, wants mm. you so bad, and I'm so scared <laughs> about just getting mute. <laughs> Scar, you have six minutes to respond. Please I'm note that this is up. your final. Uh, this is your final rebuttal. Please do so. not Tupac me and say I don't even know why I'm on the motherfucking track. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is your six minute hail mary. Here you go. Uh, starts now. I think, I think the the point that you are making is the same point that I was going against. Um, I think you're, you were talking about, uh, well, you mentioned, you mentioned Lynn Collins and I was hoping you didn't mention that, but, uh, but Think is also a James Brown kind of song. Like it was one of the James Brown funky people. So it counts as James Brown, honestly. Um, but what my, what my real thing was was not necessarily like the 70s created a lot of popular songs did it create a whole genre like you know what i mean like and how how far did it spread like you can talk about you know those those west coast classics that you that you love so much but like think think about some songs like uh the edge where like if i play you the edge you know exactly the same way you said to me if i play the edge and i play the beginning of the edge you know what will happen the edge came out in the 60s but if i play you the edge guess what this what you'll start saying da 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 because it's it's lifted directly from the edge you know what i mean like it's like it's a lot of these things in a, a um in like from like some of the isaac hayes stuff uh, with Walk On By and the amount of stuff that came out of that. And now it wasn't sampled in a lot of stuff, but there's a chain, the same kind of chain that you were mentioning, the chain of the songs that, that sampled it and how far those songs influenced other songs. And that's from the 60s. Like there's a lot of, I mean, the idea that, you know, one song 
when when I talk about the Amen break, that one song has reached so many places other than just hip hop. The fact that Lottie Dottie, just as a song, has reached so many places and has been in so many things that in turn, someone else looked to the thing that it spawned and said, I think I can do something else from that. The, the exact same things that you were saying to me, I can say to you from things that are outside of the 70s. And like I said, it's a, it, for me, it's about the reach. How far did this go? And when you said you was you were saying name name seven songs, like in my original argument, I named three, just not even really trying that hard. I said the Futurama theme. I said Informer. I said Straight Outta Compton. Like I said all of these things when I said that. Like and and when you think about just those three songs, those three songs in general, just those three songs. Like straight out of Compton, yes. The Futurama theme and fucking Informer, like the idea of those three songs being that vastly different from each other, and like you know, like other stuff like the 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 like the the like what we call like techno music, you know, because we black people, everything is techno that doesn't sound that sounds foreign to us. Um, like the, the songs like Firestarter and stuff like that. that and, I take and, offense to that. And, I know the face. And like, and you know, and all of these songs that that are like like smack my bitch up and all of this kind of stuff that all come from the Amen break. Like it's all just the Amen break chopped up into pieces and rearranged. Um, that's basically what drum and bass was. It's the amen break chopped up into each individual drum hit and rearranged in the way that the producer chooses. And that is the definition of a sample. And the most, the most popular sample that we could possibly think of is that. And that did not come out in the 70s. And everything that it spawned did not come from the 70s. I don't even know why I'm on this track. Like, I got nothing else to say. I got nothing else to say. Um, I, I really, I, I, I found that it was going to be very difficult to fight against the '70s, and the '70s got some. The '70s got some bangers and some really good songs that came from the '70s. But there's not many of these '70s songs that is the absolute foundation of a genre. That you can't point to something in the 70s that say it's a foundation of a genre, except you could probably say some of the James Brown stuff, but that James Brown stuff then went far and wide past hip hop. It's, it's using a lot of pop music and everything else these days. When you think of just think by itself, um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of telling on myself um, because think did come out in the 70s. Uh, th think has gone very far and wide. And that is something that you could have used, but it still doesn't, it still doesn't stretch as far as Amen, brother. I rest my kick. All right. You had like a minute left. So nice. That's a full six minute. And now finally, uh, Derek, I want to say you have four minutes. All right. No, you have three. You have three minutes uh, just to, to finish off and state your case. Uh, after which, uh, I mean, do you want to let the listeners decide who won this? Or I, I was going to weigh in on, on like just who I felt made the better case. But I mean, you haven't. You got three minutes to to just just. We can we park. can uh, you can talk about your you can state your case and add it to it, and then we'll um, probably just 
on the actual Twitter page or on the Twitter profile, mm-hmm. uh, which is single serving P. Okay. They can go <laughs> there. I'll pin up at the top uh, who who had the better debate. Okay. Um, cool, cool, and cool. they can vote on there. All right. So you have three minutes then uh, okay. as a rejoinder starting now. Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, first and the last, 71 and 79. So you said name one song that shaped an entire genre. In 1979, Chic came out with a song called Good Times. Good Times was the beat that created Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. The Sugar Hill Gang is known by many as the godfathers of hip hop. They birthed it. Sheik may not have had that many hits as Amen Brother or as many samples as Amen Brother, but they did have 209 songs sample them, including Shakira's She Wolf, Will Smith's It's All Good, the Grand, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Ooh, one of my favorite songs of all time, a roller skating jam called Saturdays. Michael Jackson hit him up. Slick Rick, weren't we just talking about him earlier with Lottie Dottie? Because he came back and he did a children's story. Knock him out the box, Rick. Off of good times. Beastie Boys used him. Oh, wait. Just Ice used him in 86. Okay. My boy Sir Mix-a-Lot. Jay knows Sir Mix-a-Lot from Seattle. In 1986, his first big hit was I Need a Freak in 1986. There's people who have used this beat to create the baseline for a genre. But like I said, beginning and the end. The end was 1979. You named a lot of songs that were uh, directly directly came from the Amen Brother beat. Well, you didn't name a lot of them. You just said the 5,000 some whatever named by them and that you knew three. You knew three. Um, all those songs that I named before this, the list of people that I called out, and I'll call them out again if you want me to, but the one thing that was cool about all those songs, they all came from 1971. That's not even a whole decade. All these hit songs came from one year, one microcosm of a decade. You can bring me Michael Jordan all you want. I'm just bringing you to Brooklyn Nets. I don't even know why I'm on this track. <laughs> Is that how we're closing everything now? I just want to say because he said it. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm on this track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, I know. okay. I like how you're like, I have Michael I'm, Jordan. I'm, I'm not like, su- you can bring Michael Jordan. I have I'm not Brooklyn supposed Nets. To, I'm like, that's I'm not like supposed the same to, era. I'm not no, supposed you, to rebut anything. You don't, you don't have no, you, no, you can't. You can't. You can't. But, you can't. But no, I, I, you gotta leave it. You gotta leave it. You gotta leave it. You gotta let it go. Just you gotta hope. Just you should just hope that I get it. So th- okay. I'm just gonna point out some things okay. that that were said, okay, uh, and some inconsistencies that I noticed, and then I'm gonna talk about it if I were uh, judging this debate, how I would judge it. All right. So just a couple of inconsistencies. I kind of talked. We talked about like um, the Isley Brothers song being from 1983. Uh, so Scar, I I want to point out you mentioned the amen break break and i i will say that it is one of the most popular like in most sample songs of all time uh 
Derek, I wanted you to, to do this and you, you got so close. Uh then, then go to Funky we wouldn't know we wouldn't know the Amen break if it weren't for Funky Drummer. Exactly. And Funky Drummer is where <laughs> DJs first started like recutting and Funky Drummer birthed hip hop. So like uh hip hop, turntablism, all of that came from the funky drummer and the Amen Absolutely. break became popular because of Funky Drummer, which came from James Brown in nineteen in the nineteen seventies. So like like that I'm, was the just, that I'm was a real shaky foundation. Really <laughs> I'm just learning how to do this, and and I'm glad that I, I didn't yeah, know that. That was I, a real shaky foundation that you built, and as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, but funky drummer, right? And <laughs> you went to, you went to Lynn Collins, and I'm like, fuck. And then you and then you didn't lean on and funky then you drummer. Didn't do it, and then you didn't do it, and like I was sitting there like taking notes, like like okay, here it comes, and then you just like bloop, 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 and just left, and I was like, what? And and uh, so uh, the other thing I would say too is uh, Derek, you brought a lot of evidence, right? So like evidential songs, like songs of like look at this song, look at this song, uh, and and I would say that the evidence you brought was like qualitative. I wish you had brought me some quantitative evidence. Like uh, you were like, well, this went diamond. Uh, give me the songs and how much, how many they sold. Like if you had gave, and that's not a hundred percent your fault because like there was no prep for this for real, for real. But like it would have been dope if you had been like this went diamond and so x amount of number copies like this went x number because then that that has went weight and actually when you did say diamond that was actually like some weight to it i was like oh nice i like that i thought that was actually uh i mean it's, it's a bandwagon argument but i mean you can make it <laughs> it's like this many people listen to it it can't be bad right i mean you can make that argument it's not it's not super strong but you can make it please make um point. please make and point. then uh I don't know. I feel like y'all started chopping at each other in the end, which was enjoyable, but it didn't lead to anything. You're like, what about the edge? And I'm like, all right, but like, you know, we can do that with the, any, and, and one of the things you said, uh, uh, Scar was like, well, I could do that with any song. It's like, yeah, you could both sit here and just pull songs out and talk about what sampled it. I feel like we could do that all day. Like I was waiting for someone to be like, but I could do that with any song, but here's the definitive point. And I feel like, we both kind of missed definitive points though. I will say scar, you swung really huge with the fence and been like, it made an entire genre. And I would have to give this debate to scar mainly because Derek, like while that was not a super strong argument, you didn't chop it down. So yeah. like, you know, funky drummer, uh, you, you started with hip hop and I feel like I, you were so close to just been like hip hop came from disco. Disco was the seventies. I got, you're so close. It's been no, like hip hop is a genre. It. I, 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 really, it was, I was going to say it, but then I was like, you know. Then you just started telling us about more songs. I'm like, no, 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 say it, say it. Like, hip-hop came and, from and, the 70s. And you mentioned Apache, and I just found out that Apache is make him say, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Master P. Oh, Master but, P. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like, I will say this, I feel like the argument for you is strong, though. Like, it's so strong, especially because, like, you know, it's difficult to say that uh, you know drum and bass would exist without funky drummer. It is difficult to say hip hop would exist. Uh, well, again, without funky drummer or without uh, good times, like those are like genre defining hits. And there's a, I can't I, say it. You don't want me to say it, but I, I get it. I get it. So for people who are listening, weigh in, Scar. No, you, you can, can you, you can, can take to Twitter. You can take to Twitter and continue making your argument on Twitter. So take to Twitter. And you, if because I know you're not going to want to type it out, that's how we're going to get you. Make your argument 140 characters. <laughs> 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 R.I.P. Twit longer. 
<laughs> no, it's it's real simple. Is is real easy? Is the what I what I have to say is go ahead. Two eighty characters. Go go get it done. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say it real easy. Um, yeah, two eighty characters. That. You I'm put it, it on right Twitter. Now. Right. Tw- yeah. Tweet it. T- well, you might want to wait till the episode drops. It's not gonna. No, have no. Right I now. need to do this because. Okay. I was say it's not gonna have context right now though. You might as well just make a draft when the episode dra- drops. Copy out your draft. Drop it onto the episode. Okay. I'm gonna say otherwise it's, it's, it's not gonna make sense right now. I'm gonna say when, like, what? Are you, why are you talking about nonsense right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I'm curious how y'all felt about this. How y'all feeling about this? Is a, <laughs> I had a, I had fun. I wish I had more prep. I liked mm. it. I had a yeah. good time. <laughs> had, Considering had, that there was no prep time, I really yeah, did. Yeah, I feel like that, that was the biggest problem was we didn't we didn't like give y'all enough time to like really prepare. Because I mean, I, could, I would love to have seen you have come into this with like I have notes. <laughs> 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 I would have loved that. That was fun. I, also, the format was fun. I feel like uh, yeah, that was a good format. Yeah, yeah Lincoln Douglas I mean, is fun. We, we need to hold. We need to hold on to this uh, this uh, this Google document for when when we come back around on this. Yeah, yeah. So Scar, <laughs> what was, good, what, good there, battle. There was there was another um, there was another uh, debate that you had when you originally told me the idea. You said it was a it was a song. Oh versus- no! I yeah, I decided that that was stupid. <laughs> uh, what was what was the? I can't remember what it was. It what was, was who's better, Tupac or? Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> we can't have that debate. No, but it was a, no, it was it was specific. It was a specific song. It's two song choices. Yeah. Oh, was. what if uh, hit him up versus uh, hell Mary? Not hit him up. Hit him up versus uh, oh, what was the one Biggie did back? Nah, it wasn't. No, bad. because it was it was an actual thing where I actually talked myself out of wanting to support Tupac, and that's oh. why I was like, "This is a dumb debate." I can ask Nisha; she remembers everything. Trust me. Hit him, hit him up versus take over. <laughs> I mean, we could have also done before super ugly. So it doesn't if we come matter. back to doing a debate show, it'd be dope to do like uh, best rap battles. Mm-hmm. Um, we could do best rap battles. We can do uh, best diss song of all time. Mm. That's like, like a term. I'm gonna have to discuss some girly, like like some really gully shit. And I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Hey, that sounds I mean, like we did our heard what I consider to be the greatest yeah. diss song of all time. I'm saying like we, I, still, we, I don't want to. I don't want to go back and like praise people for some of the horrible shit that they've said. Yeah, because, <laughs> because we just did that, and we just did. Um, we just did. Uh, we talked about super ugly on the show and all that other stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a path I want to take at this point. We I, have grown, people. <laughs> we are not going back to to but lines think, with guns. I think battles. I think top five battles. I, battles that that are actually on wax. Well, when we get to that 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 show genre, then that's that's yeah. a ranking. That's a ranking show. It's a different type of show. We're is putting it? them in order, and we're making our case for. Wait, so we're gonna do a ranking show, and you want to waste it on that? Exactly. We could rank I'm, anything. You're not, like, let's I yeah, I have battles. ideas for ranking I ranking not, shows that'll make you fight, Scar. I, I am a, not going to do rappers. Are we gonna no. do like a? We, we know that we know how this goes. <laughs> no, are we gonna do like a? I love uh, the blank decade, and then like yes. we just do a decade show where we just talk I, about that. Yes. Decade. Can it not be the seventies, please? Why would we do the seventies? Other than music, I don't know. what you the fuck they got going ve- for themselves? You just fought very, very violently for the seventies. I just want to make sure that that was like all. For I the could do the nineties because you know Montel Jordan I, going from being a singer to a preacher. I would will never be down to funny. go into the nineties just so that we could talk about uh, fucking living single. 
mm-hmm. uh, I would just want just for that actually. Um, Martin, dog. No, just living single. I don't. I don't really want to talk about Martin. I love Martin, but <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm old. I went back and started watching Def Comedy Jam. Martin. And, yeah, and like you know, with with Martin on it, and I, Martin's problematic now. Yeah, uh, you you can't say misogynist without saying Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all his all his name is in misogyny. It's him and um, uh, yeah, because we can't we can't hey even man, Joe Tory. Yes, but like, oh my god, we, Joe Tory is so terrible. Can we bring up the nineties without bringing out Pill? Who? Pill Cosby. Yes, oh. I can watch. I can also do it without bringing up I, R. Kelly. Watch. Yeah. I mean, okay. like, I mean, because it's what we show, loved about it. The Cosby Show was a bad motherfucker, though. I, I didn't talk about this off air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's have this conversation off air here because okay. I I have a stance on the Cosby Show. Uh, I I'm just not going to promote it until he's dead because like right now I feel like I'm just putting money on his books and I don't want I don't want to buy Cosby like ramen noodles, but after he's dead. Who cares? Like that money's going to someone, but not him. As long as he's not personally making money off of it, his family didn't hurt anyone. I think, I think his kids should. didn't hurt anyone. So after he dies, yeah, I I will consume it happily. And for R. Kelly, fuck him. I don't like his music enough to have to make a stance for. We it. should all get together as a community and invest in NBC, so he still can't buy it. I feel like as a community. <laughs> I was like, we should all get together as a community and just help him die. And that way we can all feel good about it. It's like, oh, he's dead. And now we can all feel good about it again. So I feel like once he dies, then it's like all the bets are off, right? It's kind of yeah. where I'm at for Michael Jackson, too. It's like, it's fucked up what he did, and I don't want to support the, the things he did. But his family didn't do it, and they're the ones who are getting paid for me listening to it now. Yeah, my, um, the, he just, he just lost the case against Nate Robinson. That's Ain't funky drummer. Ain't it funky? Yeah, that's funky. Oh, okay, drummer. that's funky drummer. And so yes. and that's what I was saying. If you had just been like, look, without I know funky that drummer, <laughs> without <laughs> that beat, without funky drummer, we never find the Amen break beat because dr- DJs don't aren't sitting around like trying to loop that beat over and over again, and they don't invent turntablism, which in turn doesn't become drum and bass. Like, there's a whole line of succession that starts yeah. with that beat. And it's and, not the amen break; it's that break. But also, the, the, also, the, I just the found think, out that um, the think break, t- the think break too. The, yeah. the amen break. I just found this out. Different pressing plants created unique versions of the Winston's track, which is dope. Yeah, but but the, the only thing is, the Winston's actually didn't get paid for it. And uh-huh. they must be the, black. The, the 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 last remaining well, Winston, yeah. they had to, they started a fucking GoFundMe for him. So oh, that no. he could actually get paid, man. Like, how? I didn't, oh, I guess. I guess this was. I don't know why I'm thinking this is like in like olden times for some reason. I was like, oh yeah, I guess he would still be alive for GoFundMe. I was like, what is he like eighty? I was like, oh no, no, no. He would be like maybe fifty. <laughs> like I was just thinking this like hundred year old man. It's like oh. It's like no, that's that, this was like the eighties. I'm sorry. I thought this was like the eighteen eighties. I don't know. <laughs> and notice like, Sly and the Family Stone. Now that's what I would have brought up. Sly and the Family Stone was throughout the sixties. I feel I like I think that's, that's all evidence. I think that's all evidence. I feel like the I I like the idea of it starting a genre, but it was really kind of scar making your point for you. Like you could have been like, oh, we want to talk about genres. How about hip hop? Was what I thought you were gonna say, and then you didn't. Uh, I, first time, long time. Um, uh, okay. I used to do debates, but 
I'm not a mass debater like Scar is. <laughs> uh, I live alone. I'm very much a mass debater. <laughs> <laughs> so again, we're gonna put a uh, we're gonna put the show up, and then underneath it, we're gonna have a poll. Do y'all like it? Yes or no? We're also gonna have a poll underneath that poll. Who uh, won the debate, uh, Scar or uh, Derek? Um, your, your last argument is invalid, sir. Chance Star is going to be Scar. I don't give a fuck. I just I love that's I, what I, I love about it. this. Well, that's that's the best part about this form of debate is like that last statement gets to stand no matter what. It's like <laughs> I said it. I got three minutes to just say whatever. You just have so to take when, it when this goes up. You and I am going. I am going to set like a buffer or something like that to tweet out my shit every hour. <laughs> my last my last line. Use a pissy butt, baby. <laughs> on the booty podcast <laughs> so again uh, uh, if y'all have any thoughts y'all want to y'all want to hit us on the voicemail it's 916-633-1537 uh, the email address is B-U-T-I podcast that's booty podcast because the show used to be called what Scar Bitch You Tried It yeah it was called Bitch You Tried It wouldn't that be Bitey <laughs> B-U-T-I. B-U-T-I. Nah, it was B-U-T-I. Bitch, you tried it. Why are y'all trying to be so urban? Because we are urban? Uh, just, that's no words for that. Uh, you know how to spell you. Don't judge me. I mean, you I just English did a little teacher. Bit. You, you really know how did. to spell you. You really did. I feel judged. I don't like so it. It's a. It's it, you're saving two letters. It's not even. <laughs> it's, 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 it's such a small conservation effort. All right, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, B U T I podcast, booty podcast. Um, and on Twitter we are uh single serving p the single serving show um jay you got anything coming up um i am doing a memorial day weekend show i want to say on the 29th i'm hosting uh i also feel like it might be on zoom it might not i will be doing it in a glorious 4k camera which i'm using right now uh none of you can see this <laughs> um uh, anything else I will probably post on my page. Uh, I might be hopping on a couple of Zoom shows here. I just got vaccinated uh, Tuesday. Yeah, I so... heard that it knocked you the fuck out. Oh, it was bad as fuck. I did not enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> my, my first shot did not go well. My second shot, I didn't feel nothing. First shot, shot kicked I my ass. Nothing. Second shot, kicked my ass harder. I legit had 101 fever and was just like, you know, chilling out in bed trying to figure out how to sit up straight. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. That's what happened it, with Nisha. It was not fun, I, and I, I, I hate everyone who was like, "Did you try Tylenol?" It's like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I try Tylenol? Is that is that your answer to fucking <laughs> I'm dying?" People, people were like, "You, you've had a headache for four fucking days. Drink lots of water. Like that's not gonna fucking do anything for my like, headache." Don't you think if if I could just hit some Tylenol and feel better, I would? You Fuck just you. Didn't let, you just didn't let the Sprite go flat enough. That's oh what. My God. <laughs> So, long story short, I will very much be doing live shows again. Uh, I mean, I got to start filling the pipeline and booking, but there will very much be me doing live shows. So, hit uh, J Jones Comedy, uh, J as in letter, Jones is my last name, com com comedy as in what I do, dot com. Uh, I have all of my shows will be listed there as they come up if you're in the Seattle area. And then everyone else, I will be, uh, I will be doing stuff on Zoom still because... 
now that we can do it and I have all this expensive fucking recording shit, I might as well. So yeah, for sure. look for that as well. Uh, I'll post that more than likely. That won't go to zoom. That'll be like on Instagram or on Twitter, which by the way, adjective underscore J follow me there. Okay. Thank you. I'm done. Scar, what you got? My here slinging these candles, dog. Go to the website. It'd probably be in the show notes. PTCACHandcrafted.com. Um, if you listen to this podcast, uh, you uh, for the rest of May, you can use the code Mayflowers25, flowers with an S, 25 for 25% off everything in the store. Now, um, and if because you got it from the podcast, you actually have a higher discount than I'm going to put on social media of Mayflowers20, where they only get 20%. So you should go ahead and get that extra five. Put five on it. I put five on it so that you can put five on it. You know what I'm saying? Do that. Do that for your boy. PTCACHandcrafted.com. Peace to Cutters, Arts, and Crafts. Handcrafted.com. I wanted to ad lib that entire thing. I was trying so hard to be like, <laughs> Mayflower's flowers 25. <laughs> the entire time I just wanted to ad lib that entire thing. <laughs> I felt very good that I didn't try and uh, ad lib so off any bad. of that. I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, also pretty proud of myself because over this past week, I think I have done a podcast like nine, <laughs> maybe 10 episodes of no, wait, this is Friday. It is Friday. Yeah. I've done 13 episodes of Ratchet Book Club this in the past five days. And I'm pretty proud of that. And um, if y'all are listening to this, I need y'all to go ahead and listen to Ratchet Book Club uh, so then you can hear books such luminaries as Old Thought Next Door and Loving My Wife and Her Sister Too. And (laughs) It's the Thought That Counts. (laughs) It's the Thought That Counts. And Did you say loving my wife and her sister too? Like yes. that's the title? That's the title <laughs> of a book. Is there any mystery in this book? <laughs> it's, 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 you know what's <laughs> crazy about it? There's three of them. It's a trilogy. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out. <laughs> Is so, it just one for each sister? <laughs> and so oh, no. I read all three books for Ratchet Book Club. I also read both books of Old Thought Next Door, which Old Thought Next Door is about a 77-year-old woman who loves dick. That's the first book. Any thoughts about getting into Zane's books? You know what? I was asked to, and I will find them pretty soon. Um, They are horrible. She writes men horribly. It is the worst thing ever. Cool. I'm looking forward to it because every book that that I've read so far, one of the things that's a theme within um, urban fiction so far is that the men are all pretty much across the board shitty. So looking forward to reading more of them. Well, I mean... Like yeah. imitating fiction, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of baby daddies. I mean, after waiting to exhale, like, come on, what'd you expect? I expected better. Um, <laughs> so again, for Jay and Scar, I'm Derek. I guess I should start using nicknames again because everybody else is, but no, I'm Derek. I've worked real hard to get out of Sam Rashani. I mean, like, Jay is like my stage name, so I mean, that's kind of what my stage I name is Rashani, it's weird. Well, I mean, it's also my, I guess it's just a shortened form of my name. The only reason I use it is because most people can't pronounce my actual name. Yeah, it took me a long time. Yeah, and so, I mean, you're kind of using my name. I did it on purpose, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what you so, keep telling yourself. I, I did. 
I did it sure. for so long that I forgot how to say it for real. Um, <laughs> so if y'all have Disney Plus, I would urge you each to watch three separate shows. One is The Bad Batch. I'm, uh, I caught up. I caught up today. The second one is Big Shots, which okay. is about uh, John Stamos coaching a girls basketball team. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, and the third one is The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I've never watched a Mighty Ducks movie. Seriously? I'm, I'm not interested in hockey, though. I mean, but do you not love amazing stories? Of plucky white kids doing plucky white kids shit? Also, why And also ado- adopting uh, one Mexican kid and, and Keenan. And um, I will tell you. And little Michael Jackson. Remember when they got Ke- They got little Michael Jackson. Pro- yeah, Brandon, Brandon Adams is in uh, The Mighty Ducks, part one and part two. He's Jesse. I'm probably going to get. I'm probably going to get fired for this, but um, I've never seen any of the Toy Stories either. Yeah, that's not that big a deal. Okay, whatever. Oh, people, people ride for Toy Story like people for ride real. for a lot of stuff. Doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. All right. So again, thank y'all so much for checking us out. We greatly do appreciate it. We'll holler at y'all. So generally, we do these on Wednesdays. So be on the lookout for us next Wednesday, coming through with yet another topic and a completely different show and a completely different intro song. Every yeah. week, a different intro. <laughs> come fly with me. Come fly. Come fly. I, I didn't do that. I felt like I did it. No, you did no, not doing the song. You not doing the song. No. Nope. You, you, you're telling us what you. You 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 sing it as straight as Wait, you possibly. Is it Montango or is it Montego? I Which said Montego. You said Montango. <laughs> you know what? This is why I don't talk to y'all in public. <laughs> You said thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're out. Peace. Peace out. This is single simulcast. Don't know my name, and you said.